another episode of Peers Over Beers. This is a continuation of episode 13. Our interview is already in progress. So are you emailing this person or are you calling them? I'm, I'm trying to think of some of these tactics, yes. right? Because, yep. you know, so, I feel like for me, I have to do all of that stuff. So it's yeah, like, so I'm, so I'm looking at, A, who all are the groups that are talking yep. to customers? And then just like I would link that, reach out to somebody on LinkedIn. So like okay. an indie hacker or something like this is like, hey, I'm on the community side. I know we haven't worked together yet. Let's go out to lunch, see if we have anything in common. Just kind of want to see what you're working on. Some places they have like where it's like you have to go through a certain process to, to meet with people. So it's not always necessarily um, the best ideas because some people may think you're trying to go around other people. So there could be protocols there. But in general, yeah. getting FaceTime with people that I think are on the front line, most likely to be on the front lines that would be able to provide the best recommendations for potential people. And so going in and there's all this like you're talking to them, forming that relationship, but fitting that in somewhere like, hey, you, you might be out there talking to customers all the time or some level of your job having to deal with them. If you ever run across anyone like this, uh, definitely um, let you know. So I like atomize the groups that I think is going to have the biggest bang for the buck and then put inside a time or time aside to get them out to lunch. And then at lunch, it's like, hey, if you want me to like present at any of your staff meetings, you know, from, and then I can start to get on the radar. So now it's told one person. Now I can tell their team. Um, what are the other ways I can start to get everyone out there so I can create this big internal referral engine and every ways that I can kind of uh, divide and conquer to, to really be able to do that. And, and there's also like hacking ways too. And so one of the things, and I can't remember if Mike was there or not, but, um, and so it was like on the, a, a really easy way without money was like we did a community day for Kisu Lee. So Kisu Lee is on the co-composer studio side of the house. And so it's like, how do we reward this internal person or make people understand community is important. Um, and also like allow me to, to meet, have an excuse to meet even more people. So we did this whole virtual Kisu Lee, Kisu Lee day at, at the company and the VP of the company actually, and they're like, it was like a, their big quarterly meeting. Actually, it was a part of like one of their slides where we just went to the administrative assistant. Might have been Catherine at the time. I can't remember. And they like slipped it in. So like for a lot of people, that was like their introduction to the community. And so from that, like that top level, suddenly every, all these people are like, wait a minute, what's this community stuff? What's Kisu doing? I want to be Kisu. And when I have all these people like flooding me with emails and calls and I'm like, Hey, this is so great. Let's set aside time. And by the way, if you see any community members that you think are great, def definitely let me know. And <laughs> I, like, I love that. No so last, Boom. Yeah. last question. And, and I know we have to wrap this piece up. Yeah, don't worry. Um, I'm going to split this in two because I didn't want to stop it. It's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah uh, no, it, it, it's very good is, um, are you saying, so I'll give you an example, uh, Blake, so that we can, so I can go do it <laughs> tomorrow or whatever, right? But uh, I have a customer uh, yesterday that, or uh, last week that posted something about, uh, you know, uh, I had this kind of post that just said, hey, tell me about yourself. And I had these like five or six questions that talks about what product do you have? How long have you been in the industry? You know, kind of what are all these things? And he posted something really spectacular, right? And, and it just said, um, uh, Basically, Basically, he does these things. things. He's looking to connect to others. others. This would be this was a really great post and said some really cool things. And 
I evangelized it on, uh, you know, um, internally uh, and in some other ways to say, hey, this is a great post from this customer. But what I wonder is, and from what you said is, hey, let's go have lunch with them. But the guy's in L.A. Are you saying that I should just go out and schedule a lunch in the next few weeks and just have a lunch with him and just have a conversation with him specifically? Is that what you're saying, you know, with those kind of people that have potential to be, uh, you know, a, a big super user or, or what? I'm just trying to understand real life examples, right? Yeah, so I think for from the from the internal side, it, it's really getting FaceTime with the people at the front lines that are kind of like the movers and shakers working with yep. customers because they're probably Completely going agree. to, they're probably, you're probably going to get at least five to 10 people out of that. Um, and they, but, you know, so, you know, people say, oh, there's, there's probably going to be so tough to find it, but generally in every organization, someone's probably has one person customer that they're always going to. And they're like, oh, wow, that would be a perfect fit. It's just like in the divide and conquer way of like somehow being able to kind of reach them, especially like in highly matrix organizations. So it's just the hand to hand combat of getting the one-on-one FaceTime. And once you get the one-on-one FaceTime, you understand Hey, what, what, how can I help you? This is what I'm trying to do. And then secondly, here's some things that can help me. And then from there, it's like, can you get yourself into some of the, their ongoing meetings where you can do a little bit of a value exchange. Here are the things I'm looking for. So if you see it, or if they have internal communications, like newsletters that they send to each other or internal blogs, things like this, you can say, Hey, I'm looking for this. If anybody sees it. So it's really just creating like a referral program internally. Yep. Uh, and, and that's so, interesting. I didn't, I didn't think about that. And that's not even the question I asked. So <laughs> I, I think, appreciate I think, you. Bring... I think you should go visit them. I mean, there's really no harm. Or you... And so, yeah. And so then for, for the people that are offsite, then it's just really getting where that I can't take out to lunch or the other stuff. Um, really there, it's like either getting like a, a 30 minutes hour phone call or getting done one-on-one virtual conference. One way or another. Okay. Yeah, and so, I agree. Yeah, so it's just like, like what I really don't want to do is like the kind of method I, you know, some people love email and things like this, but it's like, yeah, let's really take it to the next level and say like, hey, um, this is kind of what I'm working on. Love just to kind of touch base, see what you're doing. I realize you're like at a different site, that type of thing. Uh, but let's sit down and let's figure out all the ways that I can help you. And then kind of at the end, if, if we have time, then... Um, I'll, I'll like talk about some of the ways you can help me. So it really becomes like in these cases, like a giant listening session and they yeah. can kind of be like, here's all the stuff where I'm really hurting that I, I see the community can help me. Here's all the ways that we can integrate work together. Uh, but it's, it's, it's not always like the FaceTime is great, but with so many of the offices spread out that it's just like the main thing is just you being able to spend that 30 minutes of an hour and being able to, listen to them and hear everything that they have to see so that you're really dialed into their pain points. And then when you have needs or things that you want, that it's going to be a much easier sell. And so the same way you're going to be reaching out to community managers around the world, same approach, but tactically with strategically, I mean, with all the different places that are going to, you know, move the dial and have the biggest areas of opportunity. Hey, Blake, um, Perfect. Yeah, I was, I'm going to begin kind of closing up uh, this one. So don't, don't worry. We're going to spread this into two two sessions because it's actually pretty good. 
Um, first of all, I want to thank you very, very, very much for your time and your expertise. Um, I want to sum up a couple of things. I think there are some things that I, I, I took away as insights um, and just kind of restating them seemed to be very important. So kind of going back a bit, um, when you were talking about uh, this idea of the creation of the super user program, I think one of the things you had mentioned, which I've, I wrote it down as a quote of yours, you said, uh, you had a vested interest to know what each community member needed to create a great experience. And I almost think that's a, an important thing to take away. So in, in, almost like the super user program was his effort, your effort, if you will, to virtually touch everyone and then find those who were the most active to find out what exactly do they need and he was out to make that experience superb in ever so way, right? So I thought that was very important. I almost think that's kind of the basis of, if I may be so bold, this is your basis of what you were trying to drive. And as we were talking through this, I almost wrote down the, the Blake Etheridge framework of how to create a super user program. And the way I kind of see it is in kind of three phases. One, phase one is, is uh, reach out to your sales teams. This is not thinking from a B2B perspective, right? Reach out to your sales teams and marketing, but I think is mostly on the sales set side. You have identified uh, what the right type of community member you want or what, it, what would sound like it, and then you began to kind of formulate this persona and then tell the sales team, this is who I'm looking for. Do you know anybody like that? Getting that to you and seeing if there's a way to cultivate that, that, cultivate that uh, relationship. Two, I heard, was this idea of time to acquisition. And um, this is where, uh, where you started to recognize that there were individuals who were beginning to outpace even the internal process of helping and aiding. So you began to recognize that. So it's almost like you had some sort of pattern you were recognizing, and you began to set these individuals kind of on the side. The third part of this framework was uh, get to know these people. I'll put those two buckets, the first one and the second one, and understand what motivates them, what do they want from the enterprise. And I put that as big quotes from the enterprise, right? Because at the end of the day, it's, it's about how, and you just said it right at the very at the end. What can I do to help you? This is how you can help me, right? And that, comes, that, that symbiotic relationship kind of comes through in that framework. The fourth one I wrote down was this idea of internal referral engine, right? So you created a mechanism internally such that every time you had a moment to speak about it and talk about it, you created like, hey, by the way, I'm always looking for great referrals <laughs> to create this, uh, this engine. Send them my way, you know, that kind of internal referral engine. So I almost put that as like the, the Blake Etheridge uh, framework of uh, super user programs. <laughs> I hope that's a fair way to to kind of end it in that regard. Uh, Blake, if you uh, agree. <clears throat> yeah, so probably the, the only other like thing that I would say, so it's like for super users, like when you're talking about like your hero products, then it's like strategically is, it's not like a uh, one size fits all. So essentially what that means is within your segments, you're gonna have like these the sub segments. So you're gonna have like, say like MSP, one of the segments is gonna be people that are highly active helping out other people on the forum. Your second one is gonna be like, kind of almost like movers or shakers, people that are highly influential, but you know what I mean? They're not, they're really good for word of mouth. They're not gonna be out like helping people out or they might do like one or two posts a year, that's it. 
Third, you're going to have people providing product feedback. And so they're just, they're maybe they're not the greatest or very active in helping out other people, but they're awesome. Like when you need like product feedback and they can just from zero to 60 to tell you everything that you're missing. Um, and so it's kind of like, then from the business, it's really to understand is like, we want to accelerate more people helping out other people. We want to accelerate like tapping into more influencers so that they're like working and engaging in our community. And then from the product feedback, if we want more of that focus group feel, like we've got to start to look at people like that. And each of these like different three audiences, right? They're not always going to be like one and the same. And you can keep like adding on to it is like really like from a business standpoint, do you need more product feedback? Do you need more people trying to like help your community out? Because when you looked at the switcher example, we're probably not going to get a lot of people providing customer customer support, but we could find people that could provide like awesome product feedback. And so it's like strategically like starting to build out that, those segments. And so it's like, just because we have a lot of like, say like MSP helpers or any of this type of stuff, doesn't mean we have a lot of great product feedback helpers. So I need to build out those sub segments as, you know, strategically as well. And then when we look at just kind of as a story is, and though we're wrapping this up, so when we're looking at people, you'll get to a point when you're looking at a post or seeing a person, or you can just talk to somebody and, and everything clicks. This is the person that I'm looking for. That's going to be a really great fit within this segment or this sub segment you're just going to line it up. So it's like, if you've ever had to do like a employee, like interview or done something like this and you're like, wow, this person is the right person for the job and just everything clicks. Hmm. And so there was this one person out of India, uh, Gautam. And so Gautam comes on to the C2000 forum. C2000 is like, it's, it's based out of Stafford, technically Houston, Texas. And so when I see Gautam posting um, pretty much in the first few weeks, I'm like, okay, this guy's our next all-star. Hmm. And this is before Yakai and, and the other people. And, and it's just like, once you really start to do all this legwork where you're constantly doing 30 minute sessions with people, hour sessions with them, looking at the post, reading stuff and really understanding within your industry, what these type of people look like that you just can see it so quickly. And so then got them, you know, we're taking from like 20 posts a month to where he's pretty much 99% of the C2000 support. And not only that, you know, we, he, we graduate him up. He's like one of the few customers that's written a book about C2000. And then trade show perspective, you know, we're still like, we're wanting to get like something like a user conference, but we're still doing like the proof concept. And so when I talked to the Bangalore teams, I said like, what's your biggest problem at, at your like tech days user conferences, which are like these one day conferences for customers that are more known for putting customers to sleep than getting them excited to buy more products. <laughs> and so I said like, you know, like what ways they're That's like, funny, well, what yeah. ways can we do leverage this? And I said, so got him is like, he's, he's got energy to spare. So as a proof of concept and let me kind of know what you think. And so when I'm talking to them, I don't want to just be like, this is my idea. I'm trying to make it really seem like we're kind of working brainstorming, you know, even though I'm trying to lead them to kind of like what I think is going to work for them. So it's like, what if, we had got them get up for five minutes, talk about the community, and then maybe like one or two things of, about whatever it is that you're presenting on, get everybody fired up, 
and we'll just see if that works. And so instead of you just coming up there and it's this really kind of high touch sales thing and PowerPoint slide, talking head, we've all seen those, go to YouTube and look at most companies, YouTube videos, you're, you're asleep in the first 30 seconds. And imagine being there like in real life and pretty much everything you want to, you don't want to be doing. And so got them, you know, we set them up for this, get them to connected with their um, local, with the region, you know, so it's not just about me being, having them active on the community. It's like within those regions, how to also like activate them and that customer to customer model or within those teams so that they can also leverage it because I've got them spending all this time with me, you know, I can't get them, drive them deeper into the business and deeper to product knowledge. And so we do the event. I don't really hear anything like eventually. So then um, for the first like trial run. And, the, and so then I finally get somebody on the phone and they're just like, Oh my God, I can't believe like we've never done this before. So got him gets up there, <laughs> electrifies the crowd in the first five minutes, you know? So it's like, gets everybody awake. It gets everybody excited. So when he like tees it up for like the product person speaking about it, it's this perfect tee up. He had everybody like on the edge of their seat. So when the person comes in to talk about the product, everybody's like sold. I want this. This is, this is important. And then he's like, not only did it stop there, but then after the event, for the first time ever, we've got like groups of customers getting us like in selfies. Like we've got people taking selfies with Gatum. Um, Are you people, serious? Yeah. That's and people pretty taking, impressive. And so it was like, and so it's like, this wasn't like the most elaborate thing ever. It's just like, let's look at simple ways like, you know, listening to the a team about what their problem was and saying like, hey, we've got a community member to do it. But I had already been working in these segments. So it's like, you also have the people that can help, but that are also like another segment of people that could actually go out and present at trade shows and conferences or sort of like almost like your media train. And so they can come out and just electrify audiences and where you can strategically insert them, they're going to put a lot more of that same passion and energy they did onto your forum um, into real life, which is like that perfect like um, blend of stuff. And so that's, and so it's just all from being able in, in cases like that, sort of see the tea leaves of those posts and you'll get to a certain point where you can just see a post, talk to a member and you're automatically knowing like where that's going to help you out, which segment, which sub segment, um, where they are in the world, where you can actually leverage them further, even expand it out even more. Um, and so that's just kind of like uh, kind of a story to end on, I guess. Uh, that's a really good story, actually. I, didn't, I mean, that's a really good one. Like almost get the individual customers on the community to sell your community internally, and you'll get a lot of excitement. Uh, yeah, and the, the one last crazy thing on Gotham. So when we did, like, when we finally got the program up and going, which is a whole other story, Gotham's contribution to our monthly virtual meetings through WebEx was singing songs. And so, which doesn't ladder up or make any sense, but he would get on and sing La Bamba or a Metallica song <laughs> like this. But in our kind of like rituals and being a part of a community, it's not all just selling product or sales touch this, product this, product roadmap that. So he added this other color and dimension of just like, when you think of that bus scene in Almost Famous where they're singing Tiny Dancer, coming on and someone singing out their heart to a song for like five to 10 minutes, just 
stuff you can't, it's just like priceless from like a value proposition. So sometimes some of the people you meet, it doesn't have this quantitative type of measurement, but it's somebody that is that life of the party or this energy that just can take you to like a whole other level of having people care about you, um, care to connect with other people and really sort of like taking your, your product to the next level. So they're not just thinking about it from an online community platform, transactional way, but here's this like product where I'm meeting other people that are singing music or singing along and we're connecting in other ways that just realistically don't even seem possible. Dude, that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I have to admit that's pretty cool. <laughs> I love it. It's like you start getting that shit done. I mean, you know, people start doing that. I mean, they love you. They're connecting with you, right? Or other people, and and, and you know, of course, that will help the product and, and the brand and everything else. I mean, you start building relationships like that. I love it. I mean, I'm not sure I would want to hear ten minutes of singing. Uh, from almost anybody unless they can actually really sing, but even then, but still, it's it's like I love it, dude. I think that's a great story. Uh, I'm passionate I, people, I you know. I, I love passionate people, you know. And I, and I see Blake as one of those passionate uh, folks, you know. Like for me, it's uh, when I met him. It's it's funny, a little story. I, I know we have to go, but um, you know, when he was here in Dallas. I think I, think I reached out to him a couple of times. I said some things. He'd never said anything. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with this dude. Like, because Michael was like, hey, you should reach out to this guy, Blake. I know who he, you know, and I tr sort of tried. But then whenever he moved, I think Blake was like, I need to meet, meet community managers or something. I don't know. But the guy, you're the most passionate people I know. And I thought I was. But no, I'm not. You are. So it's, but I love it, man. I, I tell my wife this too. It's like, you, you think, think I am like out of, you know, uh, kind of just out there a little bit, you know, I'm showing passion about because I love this stuff. It's, it's like you're on another level, Blake, in a good way, because it's it's just uh, it fuels me. And, and I, I realize I have so much to learn, you know, from you and people like you, you know, and, and, and I think that like you said, Michael, before Michael is kind of this leader, strategic kind of guy that people you need kind of do those kinds of things you know but you also need people like you and me uh blake to, to really drive it and make it go and, and those kinds of things and it's really this is really amazing to me today so thank you yeah definitely blake is always a, a damn pleasure to get a chance to talk to you see you face to face i know man and uh thanks for the brilliant uh conversation uh i'll split this into couples so uh don't don't worry about the time uh but once again uh Blake, thank you very much uh, for your time uh, with us. And that will be it for an episode of uh, Peers Over Beers. Uh, thank you very much. This has been uh, Michael Sandoval. And I'm Chris Detzel. And we have uh, Blake Etheridge online. So once again, thank you so very much. And talk to you again, uh, to everyone soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. This is awesome. Thanks, thank you. Blake.